And so from there, I decided I will never, ever allow my livelihood to be dependent upon someone else. I never felt the need to leave Monroe to be successful. That's I good. never felt the need to leave Monroe to find a job. I created jobs. Mm. If I, you know, that, that was my thing. So mm. it's just all about mindset and perspective. for tuning in and welcome to another edition of five questions with dr k i am your host erica kelly and i'm so glad you tuned in we have an exceptional guest a woman that is passionate she is an entrepreneur and she is about her business it is none other than jasmine mcconnell how are you i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm so glad that you agreed to i thought you would be so busy I know you have a thousand one things going on, but I really appreciate you. And so we're going to jump right in and start with our first question. Okay. All right. So let's talk a little bit about your success. Some people may not know that you are by trade a lawyer. Yeah. You went to Southern University, right? Southern University Law Center. I remember those days. I want to say that's when I really got to know you as a student. Came to visit you one time. The very yeah. first time I met you, you yeah. were at Southern. You also have other businesses. Take a moment and just tell us about some of the other businesses that you're involved in. So one of the things that I learned along this journey is that you never want to have one stream of income. Right. And so because of that, I have learned to create multiple streams of income such that I'm not dependent upon one at all times. All right. And given that, I've had an interest in real estate and so... I bought property and so I have an investment company and then from there I decided to become a licensed realtor. Then I decided, well, I'm an attorney and I have an interest in real estate, so I started a title company. And so I own my own title company and then I own Chateau Rouge, uh, an event space, and I have my own law practice. Yeah, that that is quite a lot of endeavors. That is a lot. And truly, mm -hmm. you would think just one would be enough. You know, if anyone is in you know business and is doing well, you would think, okay, well, I'm just going to stay here. But I love the fact that you kind of diversify. You're in a lot of different you know areas. Yeah, you almost have to. It's mm -hmm. it's a it's a cycle. It's a wheel, mm -hmm. and you always want to make sure that you know this thing over here is not pumping that something else is pumping mm -hmm. revenue. And so that's something that I have trained my family on. That's something that I've built my lifestyle on is constantly having multiple streams of income. Okay. If you could describe yourself in three words, what would they be? Yeah, it's a really hard question for me because I really, I never really take a time to reflect on my idea of myself. I guess you could say. And so I'm so busy working and making sure, you know, this is taken care of, that is taken care of. I'm leaving a legacy here. I'm building this there. And so if I had to take a moment and pause and think of a description for myself, I would say uh, determined. I don't take no for an answer, okay. uh, a final answer. I keep going. Okay, good. Assertive. I jump right in and just make it happen. There's That's what I've been taught. That's what I've learned along the way. And so there is no turning back. Yeah. And last but not least, I think I'm pretty humble. Most yeah. people that come into my business would say, I didn't, I didn't know you owned it. Yeah. If you see me yeah. at an event, you're like, who owns this place? Right. 
you never know it was me because I'm usually somewhere working, picking up trash, making sure everybody's having a good time. And that's usually how I am even in business. I just kind of make it happen and keep it very low key. Well, you know, I would agree with all of those. And if I could hone in on the last one, the humility, I definitely think that describes you. And it's easy to see how God can bless you. He can use people that are humble. You have a spirit that wants to help, that wants to, you know, whether it's all about other people. Right. And again, that's something that God can use and just really, really bless you in a great way. So I'm glad he's done that for you. Yeah, yeah, he has. Now, you are based here in Monroe in Northeast Louisiana, but are you originally from this area or are you a transplant? Uh, I'm a little bit of both. If you ask me where I'm from, I'll tell you the Gulf Coast. I was born in Biloxi, raised in Alabama, and then, my, of course, my family is from, uh, my mom's side is from Marion, Linville area, and then my dad is from uh, here in the Monroe area. Okay. So, okay. I have roots all over. All over. All over. A little all bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm a lanyard. <laughs> I am. How do you define success? I think this is really important because other people can see you as successful, but how do you define success for yourself? You know, I thought about, I, I think about this question, and it's funny that you bring that up. Ten years ago, I was here at ULM, and I attended a church service, and I heard a pastor say, how many of you all want to be successful? Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, what's the definition of success? And how can one person define success and who's successful and what that means to each person? Mm -hmm. So to me, success, the definition of success differs by person. Mm -hmm. And basically, I would say once you set a goal and you accomplish that goal, then you're successful. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, for me, I define success as being able to have healthy children I can go home to enjoy. Uh, I go home, I have peace at my house. Mm -hmm. My husband and I get along very well. My businesses, they, you know, we have up and down, but mm -hmm. it's business. Mm -hmm. But overall, the fact that my lifestyle pretty much is peaceful, I would say that I'm successful. I would agree. The Bible says pursue peace. That's it. There's nothing like peace. There is nothing like peace. It allows you to do everything else. Yeah. All right. So to whom or to what do you attribute your personal success? I would say my mom, of course. I know that's a very generic answer, mm -hmm. but I would definitely say my mom. Mm -hmm. Back in 2009, she was killed in a car accident. Mm -hmm. She and I were really close. Mm -hmm. But at that point, it was a very shocking situation for me, and I had to make a very definitive role in life. Mm -hmm. I had to decide at that point, sink or swim. Yeah. And so because of that, uh, I decided I was going to swim, mm -hmm. and I decided that I did not want to be years down the road trying to figure life out. Right. So I pulled it together, and uh, she actually mentioned she was the first person to mention real estate to me. Wow. And so I started to follow up on her dream. And that's when I bought my first rental property right after she passed. And from there, I just started building. And I was like, I know I can just buy real estate. I can rent it out. I can sell it. It's always something that can be done with it. Yeah. So from there, it's just, you know, keep pushing. Wow. So my next question, question number three, was about what are some pivotal events past the present. I'm sure losing your mom was definitely a pivotal event. Definitely. But I, I love how you said you had to choose whether to sink or swim. Because some people do sink for a while. I mean, I'm not judging anybody in, in their particular journey right. of losing people. Because unless you've lost someone, you don't understand what that's about. Right. Or what that's like. Right. So I'm definitely not in that position 
to judge. But I do love the fact that you chose to swim because that has ramifications on your life. Everybody that you're connected to, yeah. they're swimming too because you chose to swim. That's very true. Mm -hmm. That's very true. So what about some pivotal events in the present right now? Do you think that have happened that have led you to become the woman and the entrepreneur that you are? So 2016, I was in a staff meeting. I was at the DA's office. I was in the staff meeting. My boss at the time was getting ready to make budget cuts. Mm -hmm. And so he was laying off different people mm -hmm. to make budget cuts. Mm -hmm. And so that event there, I didn't get laid off, but I was so terrified mm -hmm. that, okay, if I get cut and fired from my position as an assistant district attorney, like that's my livelihood. Mm -hmm. I had two investment properties at that time, but I could not survive on two investment properties and not my salary from the DA's office. Mm -hmm. And so from there, I decided I will never, ever allow my livelihood to be dependent upon someone else. Mm -hmm. And from there, I started building. I grew my investment company. I started my title company, and I just decided I will never, ever depend on one person again. I love it. I love it. And and for those that may not know a little bit more about your background, I know you're married right now to a wonderful husband, but when you started all this, were you married or did you do it when you were a single woman? I was married. Well, Nick and I were dating. Okay. When I bought my first investment property, we were dating, but we married while I was a in my last year of law school. Mm. And so he was there from ground up pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And he's just been supportive every step of the way. If I come to him and say, I want to buy an ice cream machine, I have a vision. <laughs> I think we can make money with this ice cream machine. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Now I have to show him a plan. Yeah. And as long as I can show him how I'm going to make this plan work, he's right there behind me. Okay, Jasmine. That's pretty much what he says. So, yeah, I cannot do it without him. Well, good, good. Kudos to Nick. All right. In what ways has Northeast Louisiana influenced you in marriage, in parenting, and business? In every way, actually, because Northeast Louisiana was where I really started to become my own. Mm -hmm. I really began to... Uh, make roots here while I was at ULM. Mm -hmm. I was very active. I was in the band. I pledged my sorority. I started to kind of dabble into politics a little bit with my internship with Rosalind Jones. Mm -hmm. And then I went over to the DA's office. So I started making my own trail or path, as you will, while mm -hmm. I was an undergrad. Mm -hmm. And then I went to law school and I decided, okay, I'm going back to where my roots are, back mm -hmm. to where I have support in which that has been really pivotal for me because my mom's side of the family is here my dad and his family are here mm -hmm. and so having a family here and being able to say hey can you pick up the kids can yeah. you help me over here can you do this can you do that has been able to just propel everything that i've done toward profiting yeah, it's like having that support, yeah. having that village. It's, the village has yeah. really helped. And they say it takes a village to raise a child, and it truly does. And to maintain, yeah. it takes a village. You yeah. know, being able to have people that you support and can depend on mm -hmm. is really, really big. Yeah. And so doing that has been big. Yeah. Uh, growing roots, like I said, in undergrad, uh, building the connections that I was able to build at the DA's office mm -hmm. uh, with Rosalind Jones and the Jones family. 
has been able to just spread my wings such yeah. that now I'm just rooted here. And mm -hmm. if I think I need something, it's a phone call. Okay, mm -hmm. I need help with this. Okay, well, you need to call that person. And then before I know it, it's like, okay, I can build from here. Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time, I never felt the need to leave Monroe to be mm -hmm. successful. That's I sweet. never felt the need to leave Monroe to find a job. I created a job. Mm -hmm. If I, you know, that was my thing. So mm -hmm. it's just all about mindset and perspective. It is, it is. And then talking a little bit about marriage, I understand that you married a gentleman that lived not far from I-20. That's right, that's <laughs> right, Chatham boy. Right. Nick is from the... Uh, backwoods of Chatham that's right outside of Ruston yeah and actually he tells people that my decision or desire to stay in Northeast Louisiana after law school was what attracted him most to yeah. me um right after Nick and I met Nick would drive to Baton Rouge every weekend Aww. um to see me because I would not leave from being in law school yeah, so yeah. every weekend he would drive down even if that meant I was in my study for 12 hours on end mm -hmm. he would still just be there wow. um, but it was because I decided to stay in Northeast Louisiana I did not want to move from here so again it's just having our roots his family is in Chatham mm -hmm. so he didn't want to leave his family I didn't want to leave my family and we decided to start a family right mm -hmm. here. And moving on to that, those beautiful little boys that you have, you're raising them in this area. How is it influencing you as a parent to them? Well, you know what? Actually, right now, um, what I have noticed is that there is a need for us to propel our children to connect mm -hmm. and to um, to connect their roots here mm -hmm. and to understand how you can survive here. And so if we're going to look at investment property, my son is right there with us, mm -hmm. both of them. If we are there at Chateau Rouge with me all of the time, I just want them to really understand that you can, I'm building something here and I need you to maintain it. And right. if you maintain it, it will be beneficial for you. But I also noticed that, yeah, it's just really important for us to be involved and to connect them to other kids. And really, like I sponsor his baseball team every year. Okay. I sponsor my goddaughter's baseball team every year. Really keeping them active and growing with other kids and learning that you don't have to leave here to be successful or to to make money or to enjoy life. You can hit out 20, go wherever you need and come right back home. Yes, and yes. so my kids actually love it here. They love being able to run and play and be around their family, be around other kids of like minds. And so that's, I hope they continue on that path. Yes, I, I believe they will, I believe they will. Okay, and my last question. This is um, just a thought about your future. Because I know you're always thinking, you're always plotting. If you know Jasmine McConnell, she's already <laughs> plotting things. She's got like five or six more businesses already swirling around in her brain uh, right now, getting ready to manifest. So I already know. But where do you see yourself in the next five to 10 years? The next five to 10 years, I see myself probably retired. Really? Yes. Wow, that is awesome. If I continue on the path, uh, not, maybe I shouldn't say financial retire but financially stable gotcha. such that i can retire gotcha. if i don't want to go in yeah. i don't have to go in right. right now especially being an entrepreneur and working everything on my own yeah. um 
I'm here, sun up, sun down. I often do not leave for lunch. I'm just here. Mm. And I work straight through. So you have work ethic, like a I, serious I just, I work so hard all day, every day. My phone does not stop ringing. Mm. But I know that I'm working towards something. And for years, I would tell people, I want the option to retire by 40. Well, in 10 years, well, nine years, I'll be 40. And mm. I want the option to retire. Yes. And I now see how I can obtain mm -hmm. that goal. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those things, you know, again, being successful in that area would be obtaining that goal for me mm -hmm. um, in 10 years. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm working towards. Okay. Well, call me. When you do that, make sure you call me. We can go hang out. Maybe we can come back to Chateau Rouge, have a party, a celebration. Yeah, we are. We are <laughs> going to live it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm here at this beautiful property, Chateau Rouge. It is lovely. I want you to take a moment and tell our listeners, those that may not be familiar with this property, what it is and, you know, what it offers, some of the amenities mm. and where it's located exactly. That's really hard. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Chateau Rouge is an event space. Mm -hmm. It offers a very um, nice location. We're conveniently located next to ULM. And I-20, but we're also ducked off and we right next to the bayou. Yes. And it's located at 320 Virginia Street. Okay. We offer a four-tier deck, a pavilion, a main room, um, and I think this is an acre, maybe a little less, mm -hmm. give or take, of mm -hmm. just premises that you can utilize for your events. Uh, we cater to small events and uh, small weddings, family reunions, things of that nature. Well, it is absolutely lovely. It is stunning. I'm really excited for you. I know one of the first events you had was something about sundresses and seersuckers. Yeah, everybody <laughs> kept saying they wanted a day party. Yeah. They yeah. said, okay, let's give the people what they're yeah. asking for. Very nice. So, again, I'm just so happy for you. That was just one of the many businesses you also own, uh, Cajun Title Company. And, you know, like you said, you practice law, you have investments. If someone wants to contact you, maybe someone listening overseas, internationally, mm -hmm. they want to bring you in for a woman's conference yeah. or something of that nature to talk about, you know, your vision and how you've, you know, overcome obstacles. How would they contact you? Uh, we can be reached at uh, ChateauRouge320 at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Chateau Rouge. Mm -hmm. uh, Cajun Title is also on Facebook, and uh, the email address for that is info at CajunTitle.com. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for spending your day with us today. I hope that our listeners have been inspired by the story, some of the story. That's not even all the story. That's we could be here for a couple more hours. I know. We probably could be. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you definitely inspired me. You made me want to go and invest in Make sure I have multiple streams of income coming in. Gotta have it. Yes, gotta have it. Gotta have it. That's a great way to end. Ladies, men, gentlemen, gotta have it. Gotta have Go it. Go out and get it. Get it. Yeah, God's got it out there for you. Go out there and get it. So, thank you for tuning in. And this has been Five Questions with Dr. K. Have a blessed day.